Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Alana Kapitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm Alana, the CEO and founder of Moms Toronto. We're on a mission to bring moms together and give them a great day, revolutionizing maternity leave. And I'm Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm a pediatrician and pediatric emergency medicine doctor. I provide no-nonsense child health advice, dispelling myths, and empowering parents to parent confidently and raise your healthiest kids. Together, we have six kids under eight. We are eager to chat with other moms, entrepreneurs, and interesting people about everything from sex to alcohol, sleep woes, and body shaming. We aren't afraid to talk about taboo topics or share our many opinions. We say it like it is and want to get to the heart of the issues facing moms and caregivers everywhere. Come join us. Hello, 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 friends. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Elena Kafitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. Hi, hello. Dee. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right. We are into 2020. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have some cool, we have two people in studio tonight, studio basement. Uh, we're going to introduce our guests. We have Suzanne Colmer. She's the owner and creator of Your Shop style and image consulting your shop girl focuses on helping you understand how to shop both stores and your own closet so you not only love every piece in your closet you also never waste time or money on pieces that are less than perfect on you suzanne started your shop girl in 2009 after completing her undergrad at u of t and graduating from the image consulting courses george brown and fit in new york welcome thank you happy to be here awesome and joining us tonight also we have mindy applebaum who is the ceo founder of luxury move management which provides solutions for your move from start to finish whether you're downsizing undergoing renovation establishing um, estate cleaning moving into a condo a new home or retirement facility we have experience to streamline you to do your to-do list and make your entire experience more enjoyable after completing her mba at shulik school of business mindy applebaum applied her business skills and her passion for organization to a business that helps others having moved more than a dozen times wow mindy has mastered the art of moving and is resourceful in managing all move related logistics mindy has trustworthy and reliable tradespeople to help you as you need Welcome, Mindy. Thanks for having me. We're so excited about this. Welcome. Dina, how many times have you moved? We actually have moved quite a few times, and we moved, was it three times or four times in 18 months? Three times. Andrew's confirming. So we um, sold the house around the corner, and then we were meant to live in a rental for a short period of time, but instead, there was lots of issues. We failed committee of adjustment. We had to go to the Ontario Municipal Board, all this crap that sucked, that delayed the build of the house that we're currently in. And so we were delayed like 14 or 15 months or something like that. So we ended up moving into two different rentals and then eventually into this home. So we packed and moved three times. The first two moves, I was pregnant. The last move, I had a four-month-old and three other children and two dogs. And we are experts. Like truly experts. Well, you're welcome. Yes. Um, We've never hired anyone to pack our stuff. We've never hired anyone to unpack our stuff. We have physically moved tons and tons of totes ourselves. Like we usually rent, I think all the time we rent a van, like even before we move and just like schlep a bunch of totes like by hand because it's just so much more efficient. You could unpack a little bit before whatever. And we're cheap. We're very cheap. And, uh, and so we own probably like 50 like Rubbermaid totes, possibly more, which we've lent out to friends and family. Like we like, 
you know, they're everyone <laughs> uses them. And uh, and we kept a lot of things in the totes because like you people have so much shit that they don't actually use. That then we started to purge and stuff. But we still have quite a lot of shit that we don't use. Extra dishes and like cottage dishes. We don't have a cottage and like extra clothing and bags in case there's another kid or the next kid gets big enough to wear those clothes. You know, all those things that everyone has and wedding gifts and wedding albums. We have 14 wedding albums. We printed every picture, physical picture from our wedding that <laughs> we took, family and friends took. We have 14 wedding albums. They're in um, three, like, I don't know, 50 liter totes, like just stupid stuff. <laughs> no one prints wedding albums anyway. It's not like one wedding album, like the one that everyone loves. Yeah. Every photo is in a wedding album. Many volumes. No. <laughs> not really. You got to bring the mic closer. Oh. Um, closer I do not yeah. look at them, no. Um, yes. But I could on my computer anyway, uh-huh. you know? Anyway, so we have lots, lots of shit. So anyway, yeah, we move very easily. And uh, we're also just like in general, like kind of organized. Like you're in, you're in my basement right now. And like, I mean, it's not, it's not bad. It's not perfect, but it's pretty okay. Considering we have four kids that were playing down here earlier. But we're not, we, we keep it things to a minimum. Like things are relatively, yeah. yeah. And like, and my kids know that if they take stuff out, it has to go back. So it's actually like, it's not ideal. Like usually those boxes, which have just random toys and stuff are like back on shelves. Like we're, we're pretty, we're pretty hardcore about stuff like that. And every time you move, are you doing like, do you find that you cleanse your, your closet? Like every time? I I try to cleanse all the time, actually. Oh, that's good. Like I, I, I would say maybe every four or five months I purge and I, donate tons of stuff to to charity i give all sorts of clothes to like my mom or like friends or like you know people that, that work for us or whatever like I, I i purge a lot the thing is like and we've discussed this before is that i've been pregnant four times and so you go up in size you down yeah. a size and so yeah like I, I i have all my maternity stuff and i have all the stuff where i was like bigger sizes because yeah. i'm like i don't want to be pregnant again i don't think i will ever be but maybe i will like i can't like get, get rid of stuff so i have like so much stuff that's still <laughs> andrew, andrew is very over the pregnancy <laughs> thing he does not ever want to have more babies but um, so I, I have all that stuff and when my kids and I have four boys and we've recycled all of our clothes and so like I'll give you an example so Austin is two he's outgrowing his two year stuff so all the two year stuff every like three months or whatever four months I purge the stuff doesn't fit and yeah. I put it in vacuum seal bags and then when the bag is full we close it we vacuum it whatever and I have two years written on it and we like put it in the basement so then we won't have another kid but if we had another kid that two year old stuff would come out and each time my kid outgrows something we put into that bag of four year stuff and five year stuff and six year stuff and I bring that back out so is that what you do for your stuff as well then like is no your, I mostly get rid of stuff if it doesn't fit me and I don't love it it's the gone maternity stuff and the when you said like you have stuff that's yeah going up and going down and yeah down and everything what yeah. is that in your closet so you're staring at it Every day? Um, it's on the top shelf where I wouldn't, I could not even access it if, so if I like wanted to. So it's the equivalent of like where you're going to put like a fondue pot if you were in a kitchen. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'll come down or, or let's say, you know, a good friend gets pregnant. She's like, do you have a bunch of shit for me? I'll climb up on a ladder. I'll take that stuff down, put it in a, in a bag and give it to her. So things have kind of come up and down from that pile. But I would say probably 70% of my closet are things that I wear regularly and love. That's and there's things that's, that I that's don't, high but sure. it's huh. stuff that is like, mean something to me or like I don't know I, I purge quite regularly actually and like a lot dress? of stuff I do and, and I and I have it pat- last last year actually it took a long time we've been married for almost 12 years 12 years shit <laughs> I'm just like fuck I'm, I suck at this kind of stuff um <laughs> we got married in 2007 um it's been 12 years um 
last year I finally had it like put into a box and shrimp uh-huh. shrimp wrapped or whatever people do with that with like a proper I, I thing. Sold mine like twenty four hours after wearing it. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I clean closets for like yeah. a living. Yeah, yeah there's well, no it's way that box. I get a top my closet. I'm not going. How can you monetize it? I um, I sold it on a, a site called Smart Bride. So they just uh-huh. like she was like my body double. It was so weird because I you know you get your your dress like tailored and um, and I had had a million alterations done on it and she put it on and it was perfect and I was like you have like you have to take that's it magical uh-huh. yeah. it's meant to be yeah yes. totally so was. Suzanne tell us about the business your shop girl like what happened somebody calls you go. And or somebody they, like, and they're crying. And <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, it's what me. And I'm like, I need a gala dress. What do I do? And she's like, I need to know more about you. <laughs> so what is it you're actually doing? What is the business? Uh, well, there's a lot of different aspects of it. Um, we are usually spending our days either running around the city trying to like source, you know, the perfect pairs of jeans or like a capsule wardrobe for our clients or we're in their closets, you know, just getting rid of the stuff that they're not wearing, teaching them why they're not wearing it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a big thing. It's like, it's one thing to get rid of the stuff, but it's another thing to like understand why you're getting rid of it. It's like taking junk food out of a person's kitchen. That's great. Like you've taken the junk food out, but if you're not teaching them why it's bad for them, then mm-hmm. they're just going to go out and buy more junk food, right? So our focus is really on the education of like, okay, why does this work for your body type? Why does this work for your style? Like, what do you want to really get out of this right Mm -hmm. so um yeah it's closet cleansing shopping therapy uh (laughs) yeah it's it's all that wrapped into one Uh um we just want to make our clients lives like as simple as possible um and also i think you know have them not really need us like it's nice if they want to come back and Uh shop with us or have us look through their stuff but Uh like i don't want them to to need us Mm -hmm. I want to kind of teach them how to fish um, rather than like just passing it over so someone calls you like Suzanne come to my house you show up you're like we are going to go through your wardrobe that's the first thing like what's the first step walk us through the rest it depends like some people are like you know what I am a totally different size than what my closet is Mm -hmm. like there's no point in you even looking at it like Mm -hmm. let's just start over Um, and in that case we head right into the the stores Mm -hmm. we do all the pre-shopping so everything's already on hold before you you show up. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. That That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. It's oh like God. the equivalent of like going into a grocery store and like someone being like, here are all your groceries. And like, these are all the meals that you're going to make for the next six months. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of like, you know, one scenario mm-hmm. or um, I really prefer people to start with a closet cleanse because I want to know all your dirty little secrets right. before we're going shopping. Right. Um, and I find that that's so helpful. Plus, I think that we see our clothes in a certain way and it's important to have like an outside perspective on it because we like wear this blouse with this pair of pants and that's like the outfit. only outfit we can think about. But when I come in, I'm like, actually, you could do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And if you had these two pieces, right. you could be wearing you know, your, your clothes like way more than you're wearing them now. Mm -hmm. Um, so seeing the closet and then doing the shopping from there, or at least giving people like very specific links, here's your Pinterest board. Cause that's generally where we work off Mm -hmm. of, uh, cause you can shop the links. Right. And it's not like it's affiliate or anything like that. We just, I, I find that having those visuals there and being able to see, all right, these are four pairs of black pants that Suzanne's Mm -hmm. recommending for me. I like the look of those ones. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pick those up or I'm going to wait for this to go on sale, click through on like the next long weekend when stuff is always on sale mm-hmm. because the stores want to like drag us in. Um, 
and then you can buy from there. But it's just nice to have a plan. Mm -hmm. Like we think about our our like menu planning. We think about how we're going to to decorate our homes, but I don't think we put that much thought into like our our really ideal image and what we're saying to the world, what we're portraying to the world, which you know, a lot of business owners think about their personal brand, but people who are salespeople or, or teachers or whatever, mm-hmm. like nurses don't necessarily think about it. And I think we, um, we need to a little bit more. Yeah. And if we're in our, our best outfits and we're going to feel it's, it's way better. We all know what it feels like to put on like our favorite outfit versus mm-hmm. an outfit where you walk out and you're like, of course I'm seeing my like ex-boyfriend slash ex-girlfriend <laughs> like slash nemesis in this outfit because I look like crap today, right? right? It gives you confidence so, when you walk out the totally door. It totally does, yeah. Wearing something that you love, you mm-hmm. feel your shoulders are high. And exactly. You, like, just feel, you yeah. feel sexy in that. You yeah. portray that. Yeah. Even if you don't actually look better, you portray that and totally. that you get that back, right? Yeah. yeah, which is, I think we should feel like that every day. I think yeah. we should feel like that in our pajamas. Like yeah. I think that we need way higher standards for um, for ourselves and especially like as moms, I feel like everyone says their kids are like better dressed than than they are because we put so much yeah. time and, mm-hmm. and thought into what they're wearing when they actually allow us to dress them. Yeah, the athleisure um, wear army. Exactly. Yes. Motherhood. <laughs> yeah. Mindy, what do you do? Yeah. Like, you, do you see closets? I mean, I see closets. That's part of the business right now that we are referring out to people like you because oh, we got to talk. All of our clients, <laughs> our welcome. clients are moving. They're downsizing, <laughs> yeah. and they just have loads and loads of clothes that they are ready to part with. Yeah, and we offer that solution. We say, you know, if you're done with it and it's still in good condition, let us donate it for you. Yes, please. Don't throw out stuff. Yeah. Donate no, it to friends or family. There's absolutely. so many oh, people absolutely. that don't have We stuff. donate it. And great charities good, too. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's appreciated and worn again. Totally. And I see that a lot with clients, especially who have really, really large closets. Mm. And some of them are downsizing to two bedroom condos after living in a large home. Mm. And they just have loads of wardrobes. And I say to them, those clothes don't owe you anything. They've <laughs> served you well. That's you've created great memories in them. Yeah. You spent lots of money and you've enjoyed them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now there's, you know, it'll make you feel great to pass it on to someone yeah. who may not be able to afford it brand new, mm-hmm. but it'll get another life with another, with another someone body. else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I find myself stuck in the rut of needing to dress professional for my business and meeting my clients, mm-hmm. but just dying to be in leisure wear all day long. Mm-hmm. Like where do you find that balance Good of question. looking professional but not walking around in stilettos in and dress pants and blazers you just all don't. day? Don't you don't don't. Like I don't I always wear like th- this is unusual. I'm wearing um like black leisure pants, I guess. Because yeah. I can't wear pants right now because the seam rubs on my leg incision. Um but this would be like normally I wear like a dark jean and like a sweater or a dark jean or black jeans and a blouse. And I wear running shoes 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. So they're cool running shoes. Like we're like, you know, uh, golden goose or something. Um, but sh- high heels are like, you'll never see me in high heels. So do you find that's a generation thing? No, do you I find that so. some of your clients of one generation might have been raised in the workforce to dress much more professionally to or to the nines? The cats meow. But then you have our, are we millennial? No, we're generation no. X. No, women we're millennial. Elder millennial. I'm an elder. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're, Maybe I'm generation yeah. X. Elder. <laughs> What's the cutoff? <laughs> What's the cutoff? It's 82. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm just under. I'm yeah. generation X. Are you? Yeah, I'm 1981. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 83. I'm 38. Yeah. 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 So, I, don't, I don't see... I, 
Well, like I think of my okay. mom, right? Our moms, when they were in the workforce, they yeah, would no, never go out in jeans and a blazer to meet clients. Yeah, my mom was a teacher for 45 years and she wore heels and like a suit. Like, and that was a great, that's grade one. And like, I'm not talking about like, <laughs> like, like this is one. not like high school. Yeah. This is like, I feel like yeah. my kids, my kids' teachers wear like leisure. Oh, they sure wear. They're, they're super, super like, casual. Yeah. 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 I think that there, there has been kind of a movement towards a more casual workforce for sure. We're yeah. a lot of my clients are having dress for your day now. And like, that's people in finance. What does who, that mean? It means that if they have a client that day, they should dress for it. If they're just in the office, they can dress mm-hmm. a little bit more casual. Like you're dressing for whatever your, your calendar day looks like. Yeah. Um, but that can be really confusing for people too. Like there's something um, very easy mm-hmm. about putting on the like quote unquote uniform, uniform. or actual uniform, yeah. like any of, my clients that are, you know, surgeons, doctors, nurses, like the fact that they get to wear scrubs all the time is great. It's mm-hmm. actually the weekends that they're having a difficult time with because right. they're like, I don't know what to do with my, like, yeah, I don't know what to do with my casual wear. Um, but to answer your question, like, I think there are still some people who just feel better when they're dressed up. Like, I think it's a very individual thing. Of course, we all want to be comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that you would pick a pair of stilettos over a pair of running shoes if they were both equal. Mm. But I know a lot of my clients like feel really great running around in heels. Like that's what makes them feel amazing. Right. And then there's other people that feel amazing wearing their like Uggs and their Nikes. Great. Like right. it's, it's um, totally, totally yeah. individual, which is why yeah. like we're not stylists. We're not people who care more about the clothes than we do about you. Mm-hmm. I care more about how you're going to feel in the clothes. And mm-hmm. if that means putting on like tutus every day because that's what makes you feel amazing, then that's what we're going to help you. We're going to make sure that you find the best damn tutu ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a great visual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, it's funny. I had a friend who moved her from LA. She's from Toronto, moved back to from LA. Anyways, she opened up a really cool boutique like Yorkville, Summerhill area in Toronto. And her strategy, Suzanne, is similar to what you did. She did like closet clear outs and I'm talking 10 years ago. She came to my house and she made me go through every mm-hmm. single article. It's the only way to do five it. Five hours. Recently, this is back in the day. I would say 2014. Her name is Mayura. No, post Elias. 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2013. Um, yeah, so before I even had kids and I felt completely overwhelmed by my clothing. I'm talking about moving. It's funny you should say this, Mindy. It's like when I move... Every time I've ever moved, my clothing is the mammoth. It, oh, of that course. to me is the thing. Yeah. My husband, it's his cookbooks. For me, <laughs> it's the clothing. Those are the things that we hoard yeah. and we move around and are obsessed with every single piece of clothing. And it was my friend Mayra who maybe offers a similar service yeah. to what you did. But her strategy, similar to yours, is like she would go through the closet. She'd be like, when was the last time you wore this? Okay, let's talk about this. It literally made me talk about Every piece Every of clothing. Piece. Yeah. And it was an unbelievable. It was actually so life changing. Yeah. Like that one experience was life changing yeah. for me because um, I'm schlepping less clothes and I'm being more picky about what I buy. But what's interesting is then she's like, okay, let's go to the store, like her own store now. And she's like, let's fill in the gaps now in your yep. wardrobe. And she's like, what I need you to do is elevate your everyday. She's like, you can wear jeans with a nice sweater for brunch. Let's put a necklace on that sweater. I was like, what? Yeah. A necklace on a sweater? <laughs> what is that? So it was really like probably, yeah, like eight or nine years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, 2012, 2013. That I had this like revolution in yeah. how I thought about dressing myself. Yeah. Um, and it and- ebbs and flows, but what... Tell me about that. Well, People have aha moments with you. For yeah. Sure. And I think, oh, definitely. Like it's, there's a reason why we call it a closet cleanse. Like right. it's, it is that. to me, it's life changing. And it's like after four hours, you're like my, 
my paradigm has like shifted. The way that I see my clothes has shifted, like my closet has shifted. Plus you feel lighter because someone else that you have brought into your home has given you permission to get rid of the stuff that a lot of it you knew you had to get rid of anyways, right. but you just needed someone to tell you like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I know you spent money on it, but like it's going to go to a better home now. Yeah. Um, I think that's a huge part. And also understanding like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Why I'm wearing this 10% of my stuff. Like now that I understand my body shape, now that it's I understand my coloring, right? like, typical. well, it's, it's probably higher than that. Realistically, like it's not Maybe. 70. You know what? I think, yeah, probably I really do think yes. Yeah. Cause I purge so much and I might not wear like all similar. of my jeans. Cause again, this up and down sizing kind right. of business, but yeah, of the things that fit, I probably wear 70%. How many pairs of jeans do you have? I have many pairs of jeans, but they're in so many sizes that it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. I would say of my current size, which I'll probably continue to be is my guess. Um, seven, eight, that's maybe. Oh but God. some are like cheap. That's it? Some mean the, that's it? And, and that's I would say lot. like, I would say like three or four pairs are expensive uh-huh. and the rest are like, like super comfy old Navy jeans. I'm a big fan of old Navy old jeans, Navy by jeans the way. Are fantastic. Old Navy jeans yeah. are so comfortable and yeah. I get more comments on my old Navy jeans than any other jeans and I people wear. People make comments on Dina's outfits and body all the live long day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. People and it's, make and it's people like my coat, my my comfortable stuff. Like yeah. I, I get more comments about my running shoe choices than anything else. But running shoes can be so much fun, though. I yeah. feel like like and I'm comfortable. Like fuck stilettos yeah. and shit. Like I have like some Everlane flats and I have running shoes. Like that yeah. is literally my shoe. Um, and I will continue to keep buying running shoes. I yeah. hate heels. I hate heels. What I think is so interesting about having you two as guests tonight and you two Dina off. Honestly, is you guys really see like inside people's homes? Oh yeah, like you see oh, skeletons. Yeah. yeah, what would you guys say? And you see like inside people's like lives, hardcore. <laughs> yeah. And I see, I see people breaking stuff. down. Yeah, but not so, in their homes though. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I don't but have I wonder, to... like, you guys can maybe talk to this. Like, what are some of the nasty bad habits, like especially women have, like when it comes to like purchasing? I'll give you an example of what I'm thinking about. I have a bad habit where like if I find. A sweater that I like and I think it's flattering. You buy it in four different every colors. Color. <laughs> every color. Guilty. I literally own this blazer in four different colors. Oh my gosh. If it looks great and it's like, you know, price that you're happy with, price, then yeah. why not? So what are those yeah. other oh. like things? I know. It's, it's like, oh, you're not into it? Like Suzanne is like, that is Because the you're worst. like, there should be one, it should be the best color and you yeah. done? What's the theory? So, okay, this is what I say about this because that is definitely a, a bad habit that mm-hmm. I see and it's not necessarily, I shouldn't say it's a bad habit. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't have said that. I, I take that back. <laughs> um, it's a habit that I see people have. Um, and the reason why I'm not a huge fan of this is because I think it's, um, I think it's easy. I think that we see one piece and we're like, okay, I'm just going to grab this in, in all four colors. Mm-hmm. Now one, I don't actually think that all four of those colors were probably the best colors to, to buy. Uh, and two, I think that having like a little bit more diversity in our wardrobe can be a good thing. Um, But I think we tend to go for things because they're easy or because they're cheap or because they fit. And those are really, really bad reasons to buy something. Um, So like if you want to buy the one sweater, the original one that you looked at and you were like, I love this one. And then there was three other ones where you're like, eh, I like the the fit of this. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna buy these. That's like, there's no point in doing that. I also find that people, um, they have a million different sizes in their closet yeah. and they have sizes that are basically like, they're basically like 
right outside of puberty. Like it's like you, <laughs> no one is ever, you're never getting, like you were never going back to that size and yeah. who cares? Like yeah. that is, that is a person that is long yeah. gone and you need to just say, I have like, a box of high school jeans at my parents. That's awesome. <laughs> really? Manager denim. Man. Yeah. I do. I do have oh, a bag man. of stuff. I do have actually so bag of stuff. Showing up like, at their house and, but it's and like, like just compensating I have like that. really cozy stuff. These were as I was like in high school that I still have like, like, um, uh, what's it called? Beaver canoe, oh, green shirt. Oh, I have nice. a blue, really old school um, Club Monaco shirt with like the old crest with or whatever. The, yeah, and awesome. they're still great. Like one of them has a rip in there or whatever. But it's yeah. super cozy. Like I, I have to wear them. You know, I still wear them as cozy clothes. So Mindy, Mindy what do you see when you're going through some of these habits? Like, so that's like the bad habit. The bad habit, believe it or not, is Costco. So oh, in Costco <laughs> and Joe Fresh. There yeah. you go. So, yeah. but it, so in our clients' homes, we've started to notice that everyone has that secret room in their house that we dubbed the Costco closet. Okay. where they it's go hilarious. to Costco and they forget how much toilet paper and paper we towel call it the bomb shelter and jars of tomato sauce <laughs> they already have in their house yeah. so every time they go to Costco they buy more tomato sauce um, paper towel and toilet yeah, paper just in case. so when we're packing their house because they're moving we walk into this closet usually in the basement sometimes in larger homes it's in the main floor pantry and they just have walls and walls of toilet paper paper towel and tomato sauce yeah. and, the, and, my, and my packers and I we dubbed it the Costco room and it so accurately describes what you see when you walk in this room. It's yeah. just repetition, repetition of the same item over and over again. Oh, I see that in closets too. And it's a year's too. worth. Yeah. And it's the, you can probably, yeah, the same with clothing. Yeah. yeah. There's a nuclear war. Easily oh, a totally. year's and worth of you need stuff in the Costco room. Seven when, black when t-shirts. My parents, yeah. we call, oh, so my, my parents in each home they've had have a room in the basement that we call, we've called the bomb shelter forever. And that's exactly my father. He'll go to Costco or wherever and, you know, tomato sauce is on sale and he'll buy a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. When we were cleaning up their house, when they moved from Ottawa to Toronto a couple of years ago, we were going through the bomb shelter. And like some things were very old. Like there were there was tomato paste that had expired like no exaggeration, eight to ten years ago. Expired. <laughs> things if you opened, they would have like blown up. Oh like, my god. The, I found from fermentation. That expired the year I was born at my parents' yeah. cottage. Oh, like Lord, I could expiring. Yes. It was and 1989, that, actually. I was like yeah. four years old. That is yeah. so gross. Can you imagine opening one? I actually I was tempted to open them, like because it applied for men. Oh, I totally would have opened it. Terrible yeah. smelling and yeah. like blow up <laughs> or whatever. Um and it's so, important yes. when you're moving, that's a good opportunity for us when Purge. we're packing, yeah. is we throw out any medicine that's expired, any food that's expired. It just doesn't make sense to take it to the house. It's dangerous. You go into your medicine closet and your medicine cabinet and you take something where you mm. give it to your child yeah. and it's like yeah. way ancient. Some of these things could and be people dangerous. people aren't aware. That's not something people yes. keep track of in their own home and so it's a good opportunity to, when they're oh, moving totally. to do that. Susan, yeah. I want to go back to something. You said like people shouldn't have seven black t-shirts. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Can you so, on that for a minute? This, is, this is what I would say about that. And we all have our vice, right? Like we all have something that we continue to buy more of even though we have enough of it uh-huh. at home. It's the like it's the tomato paste of clothing yeah, um, or the toilet paper. <laughs> I, one, yeah. I only have one black t-shirt. Oh my God. Actually, I just want to go around the room for one second. Okay. So I wear bright stuff almost always. I own nothing black. I don't think maybe one or two things. I'm wearing a very bright pink sweater, which is very typical for me. Alain is wearing a peachy coral, coral, sorry, coral sweater yeah, as well. Um, and the other ladies are wearing black. <laughs> yeah. We're wearing, I'm wearing yeah. a black t-shirt. Yeah. Said black t-shirt. I wear all, yeah. neut- I wear all neutrals. Yeah. yeah. I had, I actually wore quite a bit of color when I first started started my, um, my business because I was doing color analysis and I knew what my colors were and I thought that I should. And then after I had my daughter, I looked in my closet and I was like, I don't know who lives here. Like <laughs> I literally cleared out everything. I left myself three outfits, like wow. enough to, to cycle through and I started to rebuild. So I was, I was basically my own client then. Um, and I became a much better, well, I was a 
better person after my daughter for so many reasons. But that mm-hmm. um, that was a big thing for me, like mm-hmm. just starting to rebuild and uh, and going through the process that I had taken like so many women through. But um, oh my god, that's like a metaphor for motherhood. You just like I know seriously. Take everything eh? out of the closet. There's yeah. three, and you are rebuilding from this. Exactly. It's like you yeah. literally press the reset button on your life when <laughs> yeah. you pop out that first kid. Yeah, like everything is wow. different totally. from there on out. Yeah. What's a color analysis? So basically we go through what your undertone is um, mm-hmm. and based on your skin tone, based on your, uh, your hair color, your like original, uh, the hair color that you were born with mm-hmm. uh, and your eyes and even the patterns in your eyes, mm-hmm. um, we can tell you what shade and hue of any color to wear. So anyone can wear any color, but it's a matter of figuring out like exactly uh-huh. What so um, is that different than you like wear. you're a winter person or a summer person? No, it's the same thing. Oh, yep. same thing. Okay. And then there's like mixes in between those. It's it's like the the same color analysis that they've done for like whatever since the 70s. Yeah. Um, but I just find it really helpful because I I know so I'm wearing black right now. Um, full disclosure. Black is not one of my colors, but I know that if I'm wearing black, that I need to make sure that my like makeup is compensating for it. So right, I'm adding, very good. so it's I'm very adding like right. brightness mm-hmm. to my face because otherwise it would all be um, drained. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to know like the rules. So when you break them, you kind of know what to do to, to compensate. Balance that out. Yeah, yeah. To compensate. Exactly. So, uh-huh. so back to your black t-shirt question. Right. Um, I find that there is one of those black t-shirts that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you bought six to try and replicate that one mm-hmm. and it didn't quite work out. Yeah. And you're like still searching when you actually own the perfect black t-shirt. So mm-hmm. I don't think, and you're going to reach for the, you're going to reach for the one that you love the most. Uh, and the other ones are just kind of going to sit there. Um, right. So I say just buy pieces that you absolutely love. Don't settle for them. Um, and then if you need to replace it, then perfect. Find like yeah. the perfect replacement. But I also think like if you are going to wear an outfit two days in a row and people aren't going to know that it's a different outfit, then you don't necessarily like you don't need it. Um, I think that, yeah, it's it just makes sense to have like one, maybe a backup if you're wearing it all the time. Yeah. Um, of like really amazing pieces that you feel kick ass in. And and that should be like, yeah, from underwear to socks to um, gala dresses. Like mm-hmm. it should be, uh, it should be everything. Mm-hmm. We have like, yeah, we just, if you have, if you're shopping with a budget and you're mm-hmm. shopping knowing like, you know, exactly what you need with a, a list and mm-hmm. with high expectations, your your closet's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Like those things alone, never mind thinking about like your focal points, adding the accessories, like doing a little front tuck, which is all extra gravy, but uh-huh. um but even just having higher standards for things, like that's 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 a game changer right there. Yeah. I love it. I was watching a Netflix I think Netflix, um documentary this morning when I was spinning called The Minimalists. I think you guys have heard of this, but um, they were talking about something called, which is pretty good actually. Um, they were talking, it's two guys and, and a bunch of other people that kind of mm-hmm. pared down their lives and got rid of their shit. And yeah, got rid of their shit, whatever. Is it old? Really? I watched it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I watched oh, it. Oh, like it came up as ago. like a, you should watch. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So anyway, they're talking about this 333 thing, which I guess is like recently we were talking to someone who was mentioning the capsule thing. It's all the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like paring down your shit, yeah. wearing we stuff. Yeah. Capsule wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. Walk, wearing stuff that you love and not having a bunch of other shit. Etc. But yeah. the concept is pick some pieces that you love that work with you and just keep mixing and matching. Mm-hmm. I mix and match nothing because I don't do blazers. I don't do like layers. I wear like a sweater and pants. There's no mixing. It's just like these jeans today and this shirt and then 
next day, next things, whatever. And I don't do accessories at all. All the jewelry I own, I mean, my, I'm not wearing my wedding ring now, but otherwise, this is everything. You have your sparkly. Yes, yeah, yeah, I always wear that. Always wear these earrings. Always. And I and I have two rings on this finger, and one ring on this finger, and that is all of the jewelry jewelry that I own in my life. Um, so I don't do anything with accessories at all. But I certainly don't have. Th- 33 pieces. Mm-hmm. No, and I don't, I don't think... Is that like, realistic? Do people do no. that? Yeah, but it, it, it brings some people joy yeah. to have lots of selection for jewelry, yes. lots of selection for shoes, for purses. I go into some of my clients' homes and they literally have entire closets devoted just to shoes and purses. Yes. Neither Are they those, still using all those things, though? On rotation, yes. Do they really? Yeah, they, and they have opportunity to do it. From the sounds of well, it, it sounds like your life and the way mm. you've structured your life, your career, you don't have the opportunity to wear a hundred different pairs of shoes and purses and it yes. wouldn't bring you joy to do it. No, not at all. In fact, right. like I've had a couple of galas go to recently. I hate galas. Yes. I don't want to wear yeah. high heels. I don't mm-hmm. want to wear a dress. I don't want to shop Courtney, for a dress. She's also been broken for this yeah. entire year. Yeah, I've also been broken. She's since like, I started going to galas. rewards on yeah. stage with yeah. her it's been, it's been challenging. But yeah. um, I don't like dresses. I don't like dressing up. Like some people, like Roxy, loves to like put on a beautiful gown and like wear shoes and like be all primped up and stuff. That stuff provides me no joy whatsoever. Yeah. I want to be in sweatpants at my house. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, some people have all that yeah. stuff. But at the same time, I wonder of those people that have rooms of shoes, yeah. how many or what percentage of those shoes are they really wearing more than once or once a year even probably not right yeah I, I find like with any of my clients who I'm I'm walking into a room to do a closet cleanse um they're definitely like they're probably still wearing 30 or 40 percent like the average it's just it feels like it feels like more of uh I don't want to say a waste but it just feels a little bit more overwhelming because there's so much of it and I like I do this for a living and I can walk into some of those rooms and be like, of course you're overwhelmed. And of course you feel like you're, you have nothing to wear because there's so much choice here. Like mm-hmm. think about trying to make lunch and me giving you like, you know, 150 ingredients. And I'm like, here, can you make lunch with this? Like, oh, where do I start making yeah. lunch? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Versus, when you go to those restaurants that have massive menus. Oh yeah. yeah. Too much. That's too much. Sound pages delicious. and pages yeah. and pages. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like give me, yeah. give me yeah. a like, Give me a one pager. I yeah. want like what three really options. What are you really good at? Tell me exactly. what you're really, really good yeah, at. Exactly. I want to order that many. <laughs> <Yeah>. Totally. <laughs> but the best restaurants have like either no choice at all right. or one pager's choices. Oh, it's yeah. like, these are three mains. These are three appetizers. Yeah. Here's your two desserts. Yep. Done. Yeah, yeah, like we'll yeah. see closets where they have 50 blazers that yeah. are gorgeous and ready to wear in style, fit well, yeah. and, and 100 pair of shoes. 50 of them are pairs of black shoes. So when said client needs to go grab a pair of black shoes, right. how do they decide and how much time are they taking oh, wear- to decide? They're wearing the same they're wearing the same pair of black shoes. I can yeah. almost guarantee they're like they're picking their favorites and the or they're picking their favorite couple of shoes. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of them are the rest of them are just sitting there. Yeah. They're they're getting nice and dusty, which is so sad to have <laughs> Shoes just sitting there not oh being loved. Probably ones too that also cost a couple thousand dollars if you have rooms of shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can't imagine. I remember for my wedding, I wanted expensive shoes so badly. I could not do it. I couldn't do the Jimmy Choo's. I couldn't do the Christian Louboutins. I just couldn't And do you regret not do it. doing no, it? No, not at all. There I you love go. my wedding Good. shoes. Like, there was a time when I was being influenced by like, I don't know, it was like that time in my life where like people were just buying fucking retarded shoes. Do they still do that for their wedding? Like they'd spend... And taking photos of it, like taking a photo of like the Louboutin upside down and your dress. I bought like a knockoff pair and I just like remember like, I don't know why, it was like such a craze for a hot minute and I was like, I'm going to be a shoe This is going to be my thing. My thing are jeans, 
100% jeans. I love denim. I love denim more than anything. I would literally live in a house of denim. Um, I'm not wearing a stitch of denim right now. <laughs> um, and jackets. I love jackets. My jacket collection is... I love a good jacket. Oh, you live in Toronto. Oh. You need like I, jackets and shoes. Like you can basically, you can have your pajamas underneath. It doesn't matter. If you that's have a good right. jacket on, that's all yeah. that matters. Or you're covered that. like eight months a year. With yeah, your long, exactly. Your exactly. Jacket, right? Yeah. Can you guess what I wore under my wedding dress? My shoes. Running shoes. Sneakers. So I wore white flats from Aldo. I remember so well. <laughs> they were not even that well fitted, but again, they were flats. And I'm sure, like I could have done heels. High heels would been great. I could not do it. And then I, um, then I changed into Adidas white runners. So I had my mom. I bought Converse white running shoes. Hmm. I gave them to my mom and she like bedazzled the shit out of them. They were so fucking tacky and over the top. Did you see them though? Oh yeah. She like made lace running shoes and whatever. Oh. She, but like, could you see them with your dress? Like I, I think we took some cute photos with my feet oh, up okay. and whatever. Yeah. And I wore like my heels for like a few photos in the wedding ceremony. I ended up buying like really not expensive shoes, but I love them. And I thought I bought them on sale. I don't remember what brand they were, but like, I don't know, women were weird, right? Like our obsession with stuff and shopping therapy and buying and having and... And keeping up with the Joneses. What the fuck is this mm-hmm. about, guys? Well, I mean, you see this and you live it in closets. What, what's your opinion? Yeah. A lot of the clients I work with that are, let's say... They accumulate stuff, right? In their 50s and older, yeah. for their wedding... Yeah. They would receive it was a thing to register for sets of china and yeah. sets of dishes. We got china. So any given time I'll walk into a client's home and they could have three, four, five. My record is six sets of china, uh-huh. not everyday dishes. But like eight. But my pieces? clients that I've that we've had to deal with because yeah. they were downsizing. Uh-huh. And they they'd have all these ladro chachkas and collectibles, these Royal Dalton dolls. Have did any of you receive Royal Dalton or Ladro? Figurines. I we exactly. a couple figurines. If you Google yeah. it, you'll recognize yeah. it. You'll say, oh, those things. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't commonplace for us to get them for our weddings, yeah. but for our clients, that was something they, they we got. We got plenty of chachkis. Yeah. Yes. What about sets of, did you go and register two, for we, fancy china? I did get two sets of china. My parents told me we should. It'll be important. What they sit in my cupboard. And have you used and them? they're pretty. And they're like really simple. One's like gold, uh, one's uh, silver trim. One's like golden blue trim. They're, <laughs> what? We, when we use that, we've used each one like once. Like right. literally once for like so a big family meal or whatever. The trend has changed pretty. that now millennials, yeah, I think even a lot of Generation X, yeah. they don't register and they don't take china for their, yes. they don't get china for we their wedding. We were told that is normal. There's like so many people coming to the wedding. They want to know what to buy you. They should get you dishes we're like okay we don't need anything so yeah. sure tell them to get me dishes we didn't register for china and my parents couldn't believe it so they yeah. bought us a china set <laughs> and it's been in their house for six years they just felt so bad like, for you you had to get the china my husband's like are you fucking kidding me he's like we are using this as our everyday wear i do not care if we're bringing this into our house we're using it as our everyday wear and it comes in this like like container that like they're each like have their own dress oh yeah totally like, yeah, yeah. Like, the zippered it's like, yeah it's like a zippered, the zippered, a zippered yeah. purse for like a stack of 16 dishes yeah and we have them like out where the fondue set is and we're like we're gonna use it every day <laughs> like i haven't seen them since we've got them it's been like maybe two months but they bought them six years ago they're like you had to take your china it's this obsession with like it's like a dowry. It's so weird. It's like a checklist that people <laughs> thought they had to accumulate everything on this checklist once they started their own home. I remember the checklist because we registered at the Bay. Yes. And there was actually a checklist. And a the Cuisinart. checklist including things like the Cuisinart. And my the, mix master has literally master. sat on my yeah. counter. Mix I chose master. a red one. And a I literally mixer, have not used it. And a food processor and like 18 different things that mix food. Yeah. <laughs> that shop food and mix food and things <laughs> like that. the last time you used them? Knives. Professional knives. <laughs> yeah. Um, two sets of china. 
and then the, the two sets of fancy cutlery as well to go with the fancy china, mm. which we do have in boxes, boxes made for the fancy cutlery, yeah. which again lives in cupboards. Oh my God. What are oh the things we're on the list? With, my parents got us each one of those fancy boxes, like a dowry. Like they're yes. like waiting for our wedding day to <laughs> yeah. give us. There. Yeah. And my parents like buy it on eBay to like get the full yeah. collections. Yeah. What the fuck are they called? They're called Linens. The, no, what's the box is called? Oh, there's a name. I there's have like those. a name for the chest. And it's and it is like there's a style they're obsessed with from England. You're right. It's a totally different value yeah. system. Yeah. Like you're dealing with a whole It's a whole game. fancy towels the that you th- never put out yeah. except yeah. for like for fancy guests yeah. that might have your initial on them. Like yeah. who uses so those? My every clients day? look yeah. at me like I'm crazy when I say don't take like don't be offended but the reality is yeah. your adult children are not going to want any of this when you die god forbid it's anytime soon yeah. and they say oh, of course they'll want it and i said no i don't want my Send own them a i don't want my right parents now for sure are you going to want this and they just don't we don't right. see value oh, i want i like i want all my mom's teacups i love um yeah. i i love that kind of stuff though but it's like when my daughter goes over to my my parents house like yeah. they they have tea my daughter like since she was one has drank out of those like little oh, china cute. teacups but yeah. it's because she loves it so much and some of them are from like my grandmother mm-hmm. and um, uh, Marilyn Smith, who's a, a friend of mine and a client of mine, she always says, use your good stuff. Yeah. And I feel like if we were, if you were like pulling out those things all the time and, and actually using them, like letting your kids use them and yeah. if things break, whatever, like yeah. we would actually appreciate them more, True. right? Oprah like, once made a point on her one of her episodes in the later years of her program was that, you know, you have all these nice things, use them. Don't wait for a special no, occasion exactly. to use your good things. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's a website called replacements.com. Have you guys heard of it? You no. replace things that are It's missing? literally to replace pieces of China. So yeah. if you can imagine if a client of mine has a, a plate that they said, look, this is chipped, what can I do with it? You, you go on replacements.com, they carry almost every pattern okay. I've ever heard of, okay. and you can order <laughs> it and get it delivered <laughs> to your house. Mindy has so many hacks like this. Okay, mm-hmm. Mindy, can you just riff on like a few of your hacks? Can you talk about archives for a kid? Oh, archive. Okay, let's okay. tell the shit this woman has come up with. Go. Okay, so... You know those collections of children's artwork, your kids. Okay, Dina, let's talk about you because you have four kids Dina bringing artwork this. home from school. I, I know, I know archives actually. Oh, do you yeah, know? I okay. music So your years. kids bring home artwork, and one side of your brain is saying, "Get this out of my house! I it's so ugly." Yeah. I keep the, the good stuff. The other side of your brain is saying, daughter. "Oh, this is my child's artwork. I feel like I'm supposed to appreciate it, but gee, I just don't." Yeah. So what do you do with it? It's a piece of paper, and let's say they bring home one or two a day. Okay, and you have three kids. So what we do and is lots there's of an, shit, lots yeah. of total lots shit, lots of shit, yeah, macaroni oh, and yeah. paper and pastels yeah. and oh paint God. and look what my yeah. friend made me and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. So what we do is there's an app called Artive, A R T K I V E. She told me about this. Like you last download year, it on five. your phone and you make a folder for each child. And as they bring home a piece of artwork that you would like to preserve, you take a photo of it and you upload it into each kid's folder. And then at any time, you can open the app and click print. And you put together a coffee table book and it comes in the mail of the pictures that you submitted to that child's folder. So what I did at the very beginning from the beginning, I've I've done it so far with two of my three kids, is I always photograph the piece of art on a black counter in my kitchen so that if I ever do print it, it just will will be uniform background and it will be a bit nicer than if I just randomly snap a photo with stuff in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that way, so Maybe I've done it for like my all client. Of these crazy hacks. That so I have this client who has five kids um, 
And she's like, what do I do with all the stuff I'm downloading? And she had big Tupperware bins for each kid. And I thought, wow, that sucks. You've been collecting this and you've been not feeling guilty wanting to throw it out. So I said, I have a solution. Just give me three weeks and I'll present it to you. So I took all of them home and you mail the box of drawings or paintings into Archive Head Office. I think it's in California. So you ship it to them. You put each kid's uh, artwork in a different envelope with their name on it, first name. So then you've pro- we produced five coffee table books for this client. They came in the mail, and I didn't give her back the originals. I held on to them in case she ever asked me for it. I gave her the five books. It was amazing. And then a while later, I checked in and I said, do you want the originals back? And she said, no, what would I do with them? I don't need them. Mm-hmm. It was a great solution yeah, for her. It's amazing. Archive. So I feel like there's something about the actual paper, though. You know what I mean? And I don't keep a lot. I, I would say I keep one-tenth of the crap my kids come home. But it's things that, like, it, it makes me see, see something about them. Like, it was something about that child that was special in that piece of art. I don't keep yeah. all of it. Yeah. Um, oh, and I don't so keep one the macaroni thing we do, One thing to do, we were talking about teacups. So when my clients are downsizing, and if there's a, a, a special set of dishes that's particularly important, yeah. I say, let's shadow box one teacup or Cute. one place setting. Cute. And we'll shadow box it, which is like a three-dimensional, rather heavy box. But if you do it professionally, it's really sustainable. And mount it in your dining room Beautiful. as a piece of art. I have I one that. in my dining room right now of a great-grandmother. Um, it was given to her by a neighbor. So when she moved in, she received this teacup with a handwritten note. Love it. And so then it was passed down to me. And at first I was like, gee, what am I going to do with this? A random teacup with a handwritten note to my great grandmother. Okay. And then so I brought it in to get shadow box and it's in my dining room. And I was oh, explaining it to my daughter idea. yesterday. That's she asked me about it. So there's other ways to preserve and appreciate things when you don't actually have the space to do it. There's something that we plan on doing. I've been collecting all these clothing and bags, and a lot of my kids have worn, my four kids have worn all the same things. I mean, we've gotten a few pieces over time, but there's many shirts that every one of my kids wore, or PJs that every one of my kids wore, and I've been keeping them all in a box. So now my youngest, Nazi, outgrows things. It all adds to the bag, actually, the the vacuum bag. And my plan is when I'm sure I'm done, I'm going to make five quilts. We're going to cut like the things. I love into it's like a great idea. Square, make five squares of each. Yeah. One's for me, one's for my four kids. Use it or don't use it. If you don't want to use it, we'll frame it. Like we'll put it into like a big shadow hanging thing. Mine will be in a big hanging thing. And then everyone has their stuff. And I'm love not going to get rid I of the clothes. Yeah. Me. And the things that like, if I look at, I'm like, oh, remember when Austin was yeah. that? Like, you know, remember when Dylan wore that shirt? That yeah. stuff. Susan, can you riff on sentiment for a minute? What is sentiment? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> People like can tell you a whole probably story if I'm like a, schm- like a t shirt. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, where you're like, really like it it really means that much and they're like but it was my first boyfriend and we were at camp and I got this t-shirt and I'm like oh my gosh like like, you you just you know we need to take a picture of it do you have like any other memories that we can do besides and I always let people have three pieces too I'm like okay these are three pieces where if you wear them out, don't mention my name. Um, <laughs> or like, you know, have them Destroy in. my reputation. <laughs> that piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Suzanne told me this looked amazing. Um, <laughs> or, you know, they're just like, yeah. we're finding a special spot for it, but it's it's the same as our fondue pots, right? I don't I don't care if you keep it. It's the same with pieces that, that don't fit us right now or um, that, you know, we maybe it's maternity stuff or anything, as long as you're not staring at it on a daily basis. I just, I need it out of the closet. So when you are looking in your closet, 
everything that's in there is stuff that fits, stuff that you love and stuff that loves you back. Like that's hmm. really important to me because that means that it's going to be super quick to get ready. Like I, you know, I don't have 33 pieces, but I have, I have 54 pieces in my closet. Um, and that means that when I go in there, I can like grab two pieces Including and I know they're going to socks work. and bras. No, not uh-huh. that's like, I am an advocate of having like a lot of underwear. Uh-huh. I feel like I can go on a trip with like, <laughs> Seven you know, three, three outfits, but I have like, 10 pairs of yeah. underwear for some weird reason. Like, just in case. Wait, what if Only I get 10 stuck? pairs? Yeah. Oh, on vacation or yeah, in general? Yeah, I mean, like, if I had, like, if I was going away for a weekend, I, I wouldn't still just bring, bring pairs. three pairs of underwear. I yeah. would bring, like, seven pairs of underwear. I'm like, what if I get stuck at the airport? Mm-hmm. Like, you need clean underwear. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily need, like, you know, a Do clean any of you guys t-shirt. pick out your outfits the night before? Just lay it out so you don't Never. have to Not for address me that decision in the morning? I do it for my kids. I lay out an outfit for each kid on their desk, and so they get ready, like, super duper fast. Because we're out of the house in half an hour. My kids get up at 7.30, we leave the house at 8, including breakfast, brushing teeth, getting dressed, etc. That's fast. That's great. Very fast. And for kids. Um, Yeah, so I lay out their clothes the night before. Yeah, personality types where decision-making, it takes them forever to make decisions. Yeah. Laying clothes out the night before is a quick little hack that will save you time and have to make that decision when you don't want to have to deal with the decision in the morning. Because for a lot of people with a lot of different um, perspective, perspectives of their own bodies and the way they look when they look in the mirror, mm-hmm. it's it weighs on them to have to make that decision in the morning and there's so much back and forth <laughs> they do with themselves about, does this work? Does it look good? How do I feel? Mm-hmm. I feel like it it can be helpful. Like we do menu, menu planning. You could also do outfit planning for the week or for the next day. Um, but I also think that like just clearing out the stuff that doesn't work and knowing that everything that in that is in there, that's yeah. left in there actually does work. Plus we do like, we do a lot of work, especially with my year long clients who I'm seeing on like a monthly basis. Like all of their clothes are um, created in outfits and it's on like a secret Pinterest board. So if in the morning, if they're like not sure what to do, they just hop on their Pinterest board. It's like, you know, clueless basically. <laughs> like they, they're like, oh, okay, oh, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear this outfit today. Um, Susan, you were saying about your 54 items. What were you going with that? I'm sorry. I don't know. Talking about lots of underwear. It's yeah. past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 54 pieces. What were, what were we talking about I with forget. that? I'm sorry. We were talking about clothes loving you back. You love them and they love you back. Yeah, I think it was probably just the ease of it. Like right. I get ready, I'm I want to get ready in a very short amount of time. It's mm-hmm. why I have such short hair. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to have to brush it. I don't want to have to like I'm never going to change out of an outfit after mm-hmm. I put it on. Um mm-hmm. so I like having I like having a small wardrobe. Plus I live in like the upper beaches. My my closet is like the size of a small Parisian apartment. Like mm-hmm. um I also think there's something to that. I think the more space we have, the more space we want to fill up. Um, And I don't think that's for everyone. Like, I don't think having 54 pieces necessarily makes sense for everyone. It doesn't make sense for most of my clients. Mm -hmm. Like, they want to to be more sustainable and ethical, but I don't think we need to necessarily, like, buy clothes that were made within a 50-mile radius for that to happen. I think it's just making smarter choices and even thinking about when I'm buying this other pair of black pumps, like, Mm -hmm. do I have something at home that functions in the exact same way? Do I have three other pieces that are going to work with it? So I I think asking the right questions mm-hmm. and really understanding, like, I'm still going to be able to multitask with this. Like, this is a good... I, I've gone through all my questions. Mm-hmm. I've said yes to all these questions. I've really thought about this purchase before I've I've done it. Then when you're bringing it home, you feel, you know, you feel better about it rather than just yeah. the, like, it's like grocery shopping when you're hungry, right? You come home with... Too much. 
Mm-hmm. Well, or like stuff that just doesn't, you're not going to make dinner because you yeah, like. doesn't serve you well. Yeah. Right. You have like Haagen-Dazs and like Cheetos or something. And um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so what's interesting about both of you guys is that you're dealing with people's intimates Really? Oh, yeah. The insides of their closets. It's yeah. emotional. Yeah, we get to it's know them quick. stuff, mm-hmm. right? So they're opening up that Pandora box. And oh, for yeah. you, it's clothing. And for you, it's everything. So what is like the... What's like the biggest trend you see, I guess, when it comes to people's amassing of stuff? Like, what's the biggest... Just people, more you know, more people stuff, are maybe. scared to get rid of something out of fear that they will need it at some undefined <laughs> point <laughs> in the undefined future. It's so true. So when yeah. we're packing a house for people when they're moving, the one item that we see the most en masse in their house is vases. Uh-huh. So think about that. How many times a week, <laughs> a month, a year uh-huh. do you receive a bouquet of flowers yeah. that isn't given to you already in a vase right. that you have to go through your vases and choose one yeah. oh, very I can't infrequently? To go home and get rid of vases right now. <laughs> I'm like, and so I'm we're packing a house and we find a cupboard full of 30 vases. Yeah. So we'll say, okay, let's be practical here. Why don't you choose your favorite two? And literally, we're going to donate the rest. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And I'll say, okay, let's talk about this for a second. And I pose them that question. (laughs) It's vases. I feel like we've received a lot of vases, but I don't know where all those vases are. I don't know. Maybe they break or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the same with kitchen utensils and chuchkas and books. Oh, books. Books. Um, People don't want to let go of their books. Uh, There's a movement towards digital reading, right? E-readers. But they don't want to let go of their print books, even though they will probably never read them again, right? Um, But it, it just... Yeah, brings good memories. Hard. Yeah, it, I think people have libraries. People want to be just surrounded by literature, right? They just like like the look of it or the feel of it. Or, it looks so professional. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, it does look good, yeah. Yeah. right? You go into nice studies, home offices with gorgeous yeah. books. And their color, color, what's it called? The set. Color, like color coordinated. It also makes you look yeah. quite smart. You're color like, oh, look at all these beautiful color books. Box. You've read all these books. Yeah. I'm a big fan of physical books to I read. books. Yeah. Truly. I do read on a Kindle and I read on my iPad a little bit. My kids exclusively read pieces of paper, and I think that's something that worries me that it's going away because the strain on the eyes and electronics and all these things. Yeah. But they share other books, so they trade their books, and they have their own library where they trade back and forth. And then one day we'll donate the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get the book thing. But if you haven't read it and no one's going to read it, like get rid of the book. So I what we that. do is we box them up and we donate them. I work with a service Great. in Toronto that will come to the house. They'll even come in the house to pick up the boxes. It's not like they have to schlep it out to the porch. The, client, the the people I work with will come to the house, knock on the door, come into your Mindy home, every and carry <laughs> boxes. Oh my god, Mindy was telling me, tell them about the gym. Hold on, we have to riff on the gym. Which gym? Didn't you have to move this gym, like store it, and then rebuild this gym? Anyway, she told me the story once about this gym you had to build. I'll have to. I'll remember the story in yeah. a second. I'll tell you. It's okay. About the books. When my parents were moving, we we're talking about this move. They had an Encyclopedia Britannica from let's say 1984 or something okay so encyclopedia britannica was a very expensive thing at the time Mm -hmm. where it was like each year there was a different book book i guess Mm -hmm. of like everything from space to like Mm -hmm. whatever landing on the moon whatever it was it was the google it was the the google that's right it (laughs) was the google right so and and my parents at the at the time, this was like a very very big purchase for them. I, I don't know how many thousands of dollars it was, but it was like really expensive. And when I was like in elementary school and I wanted to learn about the stars, I'd go to Encyclopedia Britannica in my basement and like Google stars and, and do my projects that way. When they were moving, they went. They wanted to. They wanted us to take it. I, I didn't want it. I have Google. 
and it's stuff. <laughs> I don't like stuff. <laughs> like I'm over that. I don't go to libraries, right? Because we have Google now. Life changing. Um, anyway, they wanted me to take it. I was like, no, I don't. But they're like, but it, 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 it's encyclopedia. Like they saved for this thing. It was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So then they went to go donate it and no one would take oh, their yeah. huge collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at this painting behind, like yeah. it was like a wall. Anyway, yeah. they were devastated. Yeah. Eventually some library somewhere took it, but like it was a challenge and it like broke their heart. It's really hard for people to wrap their head around that mm-hmm. because like you said, they saved for it, it, it yeah I think it was a my, huge purchase for them you know it meant something that they yeah. can provide their children with Google yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah it was yeah. a real <sighs> sign of that's my parents feel about records and LPs like mm. the actual Record but those players. are all coming. I yeah. feel like those they are, are all coming back. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. And when I, I tried to on Facebook, I was like, hey, my parents are selling some like record players. I think they have 11. I'm not kidding. Wow. My parents have a serious, I come by it honestly. Um, <laughs> and so many records. People were like, can I, when can I come to the records? Like, how many records can I buy? Like, the records is a thing, but the same way that you're, my parents also have books. But when you were describing that, I can picture on my parents' shelf, like, there's 11 LPs just sitting there. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Record players is crazy. And yeah. thousands and thousands of records. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think we like grew up in a society that put so much value on stuff. And there's like this movement away from stuff because people are like consciously aware of like pollutants that clothing is yeah. and pollutants in the air. And people are minimalist. They are. People want less stuff. I mean, we want less clutter. I grew up in clutter. I want to like try to quiet the noise and it can be suffocating. Like, yes. When you're in your stuff, yeah. you know. Um, and I'm so somebody many who toys. purges a lot. Yeah. I purge a lot and yeah. I still like need to do it at least once or twice a year because I accumulate and then I purge and yeah. I feel good about what I do. Um, do you ever but, sell it on Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace? You know, it's funny, Mindy, I wish I wish I could like have a Mindy <laughs> come to my house and price and sell. There's a woman, you a young can. woman I work She's with. She's next to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a young woman who who did some work with me and she's like, most people I would say you wouldn't be able to sell on Instagram. You can sell yourself on Instagram. <laughs> and I went through, I, pay, I sold like probably 25 items using Instagram. When you so, moved, you, you had tons of stuff listed. People came and picked up from your porch. People were up, doing a porch pickups yeah. all the time. So <laughs> it's interesting. Like there, I think there's a little bit more of like innovative space to be had on this topic. And I think there could be more to do. Um, there's this like woman in Toronto who reached out to me and they do every year like kids thrifting where it's like basically a giant vending experience. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name or the oh, name of the company. Oh, I've been to that. It's a huge, like, they take it like the airport convention center or whatever, and like you can register as a vendor yeah. to sell mm-hmm. your Yeah, I've heard of that too. Consignment, basically. It's cons- oh, they organize consignment, but you can also come and do your own swap or whatever it is. And I'm happy that this is the thing. And I love vintage shopping. Like, I go to oh, Just so Thrift cool. all the time. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I also, I, I love, Dina, I talked about this. Dina buys a lot of stuff online. I buy some stuff online, but for myself, I like to go and touch and feel and try on. And I like I'm more like Dina. Experience. I'd rather just arrive in an envelope at yeah. my door. I'll point and click. I'll guesstimate my size and yeah. not have to deal with the act of I, going I to shop. I shopping. go nowhere for anything. Yeah. Like I, the last time I... I <laughs> We're you know, in your basement the, doing the, the podcast. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't go anywhere for anything. I, I, I know my size and things. And if it doesn't work, I just send it back. And almost everywhere it takes things back. The only thing that really troubles me about it more and more is the waste. Like it's a lot of boxes. Yeah. And like, I'm recycling them, but it's just a lot of boxes like way too many things come from Amazon 
for here and for Kid Crew. But I order everything online. I, I just don't have the time and I don't have the patience. And I don't have the interest. I just don't like shopping. And in contrast, you can also sell everything online. So, you know, your client's wardrobes, if it's an investment piece and it, they spent a lot of money. And Absolutely. It's a, and it's a great name brand. Try throwing it up on Facebook Marketplace. Try Kijiji. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's companies out there that can assist you or teach you how to do it. Um, or you can do it yourself. What's great about Facebook Marketplace is it's geographically sorted. Yeah, so smart. you can buy and sell within a geographic region close yeah. to your house so that you're not shopping all the way across town to pick up you know, well, something. I, I love like buns and pals or whatever it's called now. Like The commerce these days is not dollars. Like What's people, buns or pals? Buns is like <laughs> a trading platform, Dina, where people like trade whatever. Like It's literally like I have this Gucci dress or whatever or I have this Starbucks card or Starbucks cup, or fucking soil, or like a bottle of wine, or like open pack of diapers, like the most fucked up shit. So I'm, and like, the and like com- I need my windows cleaned, right. so you or, trade. Yeah. Or you oh. say like, oh, I have like 50 subway tokens that are about to expire, and I, yes, I want your hanging plant. Like it's the Bartering. hipster... It's the that's like how a so lot of communities though. in Bartering. the world list, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they it's don't very have popular in Toronto. Like it's money. like picking up in other cities, but buns such slash pals here, like when my, my daughter just broke her leg... 12 days ago which we haven't even discussed but um my sister's like oh, i got you a beanbag on buns i like drove nine minutes i gave her like <laughs> drove almond, nine minutes I, I gave her almond butter and she gave oh me God. a beanbag <laughs> and she came with a beanbag that honestly looked like it was like in all know. fairness it was just almond butter it was, and then all she traded for she shouldn't have driven the nine yeah. minutes yeah. for it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Wait, but, so but then you came over here and you're like, you have a perfectly good beanbag that's yes, just sitting on the floor. They're not using. And so I gave for the damn beanbag. Yeah. And so I think that's the way to do it. Like most of us have great friends that have kids, our kids age, younger, older, yeah. they've done the things yeah. or they're doing the things. And removing of and shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. So like, I have an extra crib. I don't need a crib. Take my crib. Yes. You know, I don't need this double stroller anymore because I only yeah. have one kid in a stroller. Have my double stroller. Like yeah. we should all be like sharing. and Or it could be like, know. I need a dress. Like yes. depending, yes. you know, depending on your your group like it it could even be someone in your kids school or something yeah. that you put out and you're like I just I, does anyone have something that I could wear like yeah. once and then give yeah. it back to you because right. like a maternity you've probably dress. worn it once right. too yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Red Frock Repeat and Fitzroy and oh I did yeah. that one Red Frock the Repeat is no longer they're no longer right yeah they're they're moving into a different a different right. model but, but Fitzroy yeah and Sprout Collection and who are some of the other people who do it it was a great service Renting a dress just for one occasion. Yeah, it's really smart. Does it, now. it was there's, great. Their store, even walking in there, is you would. It's magical, but you have to walk in there. You have to um, go. No, I physically <laughs> get in my car. Well, and no, no, no. You can order. You can yeah, order online you can there. Online. I wore yeah. a dress to a, a big like event last year that was awesome. Um, but yeah, like people are so innovative now about how you can like upcycle and recycle. And you have stuff. Totally. I have stuff. Show yeah. my stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always say to people if they need a dress, I'm like, I have every size from size like <laughs> six to sixteen. What do you want? Like, <laughs> I'll open up my my wardrobe. You know, I'm coming over to your closet. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne's like, I am. Getting She's like, my that's a problem. Wardrobe. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, guys, tell us if there's one piece of advice like you want our listeners to hear. What's like that that message you want to leave in there? in their ear pods. I would say don't underestimate the value of hiring a professional, bringing in someone who knows how to Smart. organize and to help you yes. to alleviate that pressure, that angst that you feel when you walk into a space, whether it's when you open your kitchen cupboard and all your Tupperware is falling on the floor because yes. you don't have matching lids to pods or whether it's walking in your closet and yes. the clothes. It's just, there's people out there that know how to do this, that eat, sleep, and breathe this. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you could, you know, we could come into your lives and just 
organize your space that. and figure it out for you so yeah. that you can just walk in and say, aha, I know what I need to do in this space and I get it done. It. I love it. Thank you, Mindy. Yeah, it is. Um, it is life changing for sure. Sometimes you just need to outsource that stuff. Yeah. Um, I would probably just repeat something that I've said a few times um, over the show. It's just not to settle, like stop it, stop buying, you know, clothes where you're buying your meat and like, just um, <laughs> let's think about that for a minute. I love that. Yeah, just yeah. what lob, storm might lob, you be referring to? <laughs> oh, literally. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I think that you Joe just and just be yeah. more thoughtful about what you're bringing into your closet, yeah. and that that alone will be life changing for your kids too, right? For sure, yeah. absolutely, and for your house and for your life, but yeah. it, especially for your closet. Like you're putting that on every day. And, you know, we have to get dressed every day. We can't just walk around naked or you'll be arrested. So you might as well, you know, you yeah. might as well put on clothes that make you feel amazing. Yeah. Like it's, um, life is short. Wear, wear clothes that make you feel good. I love um, that. That's it. Thanks, that's all guys. I got. Team, Amen. What did you learn today? That's what we always ask each other. Are we did, I don't know if we asked that last episode. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I learned anything, but I think it was a great conversation. Yeah, I think awesome. I think it's nice, and I, and I totally agree with you guys. I totally agree. Like you, you have a doctor, you have a lawyer. You know, you have you you employ people to do these things, and like this is not my skill, not at all. Mm-hmm. I think people feel overwhelmed with having to pay for things that they don't have to pay for. Like you have to see a doctor, you have to use an account. Well, you don't have to use an accountant, but um, yeah. But I think it's Dina, uh, if you roll up your sleeves to a three quarter length sleeve. It will not only make you look taller, but it will also emphasize your waist. Ooh, you just learned now something. something. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's interesting. I feel like you guys actually have to come back and like look at my closet and look at my pantry and things. We'll help you move next say, time. We'll yeah, come totally. pack up your entire no, I'm house. So not moving again. Again. I'm so not moving again. I'm so not moving again. Built gyms before. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I like really like, like the, at the moment it's pretty okay. Like that area is actually really bugging me. Like if I look over there, I get a bit of anxiety and it's like not a lot of things. There's like a foosball It's table. one box that's on the counter. That cup should be upstairs. Yeah. And like there's a, a random, um, magic race and there's. I don't know, like a weird um, ice cream thing that should be in the freezer. You know, like, uh, you know, but like, and like, you <laughs> judging me, you probably wouldn't it, notice so. it, but that stuff actually yeah. does bug me. I was the kind of kid when I was like little, little, I remember if like a friend came over and like they moved my like brush a little bit, as soon as the friend left, I'd have to move the brush straight again. Like I was a bit OCD about that kind of, and I wasn't really, <laughs> but I'm way, way less bit, bit crazy about it now. But, but like when you're looking behind, there's like an ottoman, there's nothing on the ottoman. There's a... Um, Side table, there's nothing on the side table. That makes me happy. I like like clean Clear surfaces. surfaces yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me now that there's books that are off kilter, but there's books on shelves and they're not on the floor, which makes me happy, right? I I am always looking for like how do I make it a little bit cleaner? So I was actually in my um and the reason why actually I, I said we should have you on was I think you would post it at some point or you post something of hers or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was a pantry and you had like nice baskets or something or someone did anyway. I'm not sure it was yourself, but someone like, so we have in our pantry, it's a bunch of box shelves. You guys have to see our pantry before we leave. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And, and it's quite organized, right? But it's like, you know, a bunch of like, like Andrew and my snacks, kids snacks, um, whatever, baking goods, cereals, and they're organized that way. But then I saw something somewhere posted in that box space, there was a basket. So all the stuff that lived on the shelf was in a basket in that space. And it made me very happy. <laughs> and Everything has a place. Yeah, no, but everything has a place. The thing is that their place is already there. But I picture it putting the box of cereal into the basket, into the shelf, and that 
excited me. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> organizational <laughs> porn. <Let's> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I like organization. Yeah. And then I was out with a friend last night too, who does like a lot of organization stuff. And I have sweaters like stacked on shelves quite neatly actually, but they're not uniform because some sweaters are a little bit narrower, some are a little bit longer. And I was like, how do I make it so it's actually uniform? And she and she told me how to fold it in a different way and then line it up vertically. I actually posted about it Very tonight. So we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that her method? So she's like, you can get like a box and or not even and you line them like and then you just take one out. You don't have to lift the pile up to get the yep. I was like, this is life changing. I'm gonna revamp my closet. Oh yeah, totally. You can do it with your like you can do it with any anything in a drawer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's, it's like vertical. Yeah. So you just grab it out. You're and filing so it. Yeah. We did I just posted it on, on Instagram um, it's a story it'll be gone by the time you guys hear this but um, we did it for my kids PJ drawer and so now the PJs are lined sideways so that they can just you just grab one as opposed to like going in the mess and then all the PJs on the top are all right. fucked up I was like this is life changing <laughs> tomorrow watch Mary Kondo on the bike yeah, I think method. she's a bit much, though. Isn't she a bit much? I mean, I think you're going to love her based on what you just said. <laughs> even, yeah. yeah, but e- <laughs> even if you just adapt one or two things that she teaches, yeah. it can really help preserve the organization in your house, yeah. right? Yeah. You can organization do- gives me joy. Yes, okay. and it exactly does absolutely. That is literally what really? she preaches. Yeah. Oh, does really? this bring you joy? Oh, that's hilarious. Yes. I don't know about her, but it decreases anxiety <laughs> for sure. Let me introduce you to yeah, my like, friend Marie Kondo. <laughs> you guys need to know each other. We're become friends. Um, no, I really actually know nothing about her except that she's like minimalist and like clean service, whatever. But for me, if I see a messy room, I get anxious. That's hilarious. I did not know that. But it makes, for me anyway, it makes me a bit anxious. Like when I walk into a busy space, like too busy space. Like my house? Um, it doesn't make me no my own house. Uh Other people's spaces. My house is like, my house is like a, like a, like a disaster, but like organized chaos. That's Mm. my house. My house is organized chaos, but. Um, we, okay. I I personally magic yeah. race the the walls in my office twice a week, and we paint every four months or five months. But if you come to a kick your room, one of my rooms for sure, the walls are white. Yeah. Next time you'll come, you'll be you'll, yeah. you'll realize yeah. I magic race like constant. I like just clean. I found that, but OCD. I understand I'm why you need OCD, to paint actually. so frequently because magic yeah. eraser actually magic eraser actually takes off some of the paint. Yeah, it, it lifts the color, the yeah, shine. But but no, but it's like the scuff marks and the stroller marks and all that stuff. I'd rather strip the paint than that. But there's actually a trick: you do a little bit of magic erase, but most things you wipe off with a towel. Mm. Not most things you don't need a magic eraser. I, I'm a pro with magic eraser. Cracking me up today. Yeah. What did I learn? I learned. Um, I like when you said Suzanne, like love it and let it love you. Mm-hmm. That to me was like, oh yeah, for sure. And I know for me, like my body is forever in transition, but like I am working hard to like, like what you said also like this prepubescent clothing. <laughs> like I'm very happy to like buy something that fits me now and looks great and feels mm-hmm. great. And I'm like, I'm not waiting to look good for my wardrobe from pre-baby, right? No. So like I'm happy to buy clothes now and sometimes I'll buy my clothing where I buy my meat because like that looks good to me right now. Right now. So for me, that's my issue is sort of like the fast fashion. I don't, I hate it. I hate it. And it's so funny. I did an experiment and I'll just riff on this for a minute where I was looking for the perfect white t-shirt. And what I realized for almost all my motherhood, all of my t-shirts said something about mom on it. Like mama, mm-hmm. I'm your mom girl, like mom life, so, you know, whatever. Mama ain't hard or like, and I was like, why am I doing this? What is every shirt? I had to publicly declare to the world that I'm a mom and go, forbid you should see me without my children. You should think that this hot mess is anything else but a mom, right? Like, <laughs> so I went on this mission to find like the perfect white t-shirt and I bought like 
$75 t-shirts and $6 t-shirts. And people writing me non-stopping like, what was the best t-shirt? Where did you end up going? And I found something that worked really well for me and wasn't expensive. And it was fast fashion. And I felt guilty about that. But like, I, I did an experiment. It worked. And you're right. Suzanne, it's the one white t-shirt I go back to. I'm repeating yeah. it. It's not stained, unbelievably. And it fits my body like really, really well. Yeah. So it, it's really interesting how you sort of said that. And it, that shirt loves me and I love it, you know? Yeah. So it's having a little bit of a love affair. And I've always loved, I've always like had this dream of like, I'm going to do 33 items. It's going to be 33 items for the season. Because if I look at my stuff, honestly, what I pull from my wardrobe, it's the same 33 items <laughs> oh, every yeah, fucking for sure. 10 days. Like that's what's being laundried, you know? So yeah. Yeah, probably probably, probably people do use those 33 items or 40 items and they're not actually using the rest of it. So you might have a thousand pieces of clothing, but you probably don't use most of them. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, guys, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, thank you. This was fun. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. And if we want to find you, Suzanne, where do we find you? www.yourshopgirl.com or Instagram at at your underscore shop underscore girl. Awesome. Mindy, where do we find you? We are luxurymovemanagement.com or on Instagram, it's at luxurymovemanagement. And we're also, we're always posting interesting posts from our clients' homes. We show inside their closets, their wine cellars, their kitchens, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, it's awesome. No shame in it, yeah. And we might have some promo codes somewhere linked in the bottom of this podcast. So thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you really enjoy the content. We are eager to chat with the most interesting people about topics you care about. Please connect with us on social media at Moms That Say, at MomsTO, and at Dr. Dina Kulik, and share your comments, requests, and to continue the conversation. If you want to hear more, click subscribe and rate us too. We're all about the feedback because this podcast is for you. Have a great rest of week. Until next time.